0: The box, the box for shadow.
1: Matterbox, everybody. I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com, and with me, as always, the very lovely, the very talented
0: Liz Tappia, the Dark Angel from DarkBeautymusic.com. Thank you for such a lovely intro. Hello, Suzanne, and hello, listeners. Hello, Liz, and good evening,
1: morning, afternoon, whenever you happen to be listening to this, listeners. And you are welcome, Liz! As always, this week's episode, What Are You Two Doing and Why Are You Doing It? Ooh, that's a loaded
0: question. It is. It's a very
1: loaded question. And, you know, I think probably the best answer is we don't know. Awesome. (laughs) Podcast over. Everybody have a good night. All right. Well, this episode is done. This episode is over, but seriously,, uh, we do actually take feedback seriously for anyone who gives us feedback. And today's episode is actually inspired by some of your feedback. So yes, you matter. in the world of Liz and Suzanne, you matter.
0: How true that is. and vote for it- me.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry, this was not my this was not my run for president, was it?
0: <sighs> no darn. That's, that's- that's next week's episode
1: (laughs) that's next week's episode my bad um so no
0: this is great because getting the feedback from our listeners is key to success you know and this is this is a really important question and one we've been asked uh why are we doing this podcast what is this podcast about so let's dig into the reason why we thought it would be interesting for us to get this podcast out there to our listeners and hopefully new fans coming on board.
1: Now, I don't know if anyone's figured this out or not, but Liz and I, we're actually friends and, and we actually talk a lot. A lot. Tons. There's there's a ton of talking going on.
0: There's and a lot of chat.
1: There's a lot of chatter. And there's a lot of box. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a box for chatter. Get it? It uh. is. So... One of the reasons, the primary reason we decided to do this was so that you, our fans and potential fans could get to know us on a much, much different level than, you know, you you hear the music, um, mostly Liz's because the, again, if you haven't heard fall from grace, you need to hear fall from grace because fall from grace is an amazing, amazing piece of music. It's an amazing piece of artwork, um, and I'm not just saying that because I helped to proofread all the lyrics. Um, it is actually it's it's a great album, and you do you really need to listen to this, uh, preferably in the dark with your headphones on and cranked up. Uh, there, there's so much depth, there's so much in the music. it it's 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 just a trip it's 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 a journey it's it's you can actually just close your eyes and drift along with the music on this fantastic voyage it's a great piece of escapism um and you know entertainment
0: (laughs) did i embarrass you liz no not at all i was gonna say that was an incredible introduction i'm just gonna let you keep talking because you're promoting it so nicely And what? I'm not even paying her to say this, by the way. She's no, she, she, well. she's
1: not paying me to say this, actually. Um, but you are behind on your payments. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I'm bumped. <laughs>
1: um, so. Well, look, we come with sound effects and all on this podcast. Really, really terrible sound effects. If, if you haven't heard Fall from Grace, you need to hear Fall from Grace. And we we started this whole journey together when uh, I heard Save Yourself from Liz before, actually, I believe before the dark beauty days, it was when you had just done Save Yourself and we connected and we started talking about, you know, how to get fans, how to navigate the new music world because the old, the old model that we were all used to, the, uh, the record labels and the albums and all of that good stuff that has crumbled. It's just crumbled. Like, the post-apocalyptic world of Mel Gibson's Mad Max. It's just fallen to pieces and there's nothing really to replace it. You've got some stuff coming up on Spotify. You've got, you know, some streaming, some uh, internet radio stuff coming up. You've got, you know, iTunes really changed a lot with your ability to not have to buy an entire album if you only liked one or two songs off of it. And then Spotify kind of took that to the next level. So streaming is definitely, uh, as a matter of fact, streaming is actually one of the few places that has increased music revenue over the last couple of years. I think it's increased by 8.1% or 8.2%, something like that. So streaming is actually increasing revenues at this point for, for musicians. So we're very serious about our music. You know, I'm a, I'm a symphonic metal girl. Uh, Liz does progressive um, you know, a, epic gothic progressive, uh, with a twist of lemon, and
0: <laughs> we're we're very very a twist serious. Twist of lemon, <laughs> progressive stuff. I do a lot of progressive stuff, actually. That's a really interesting point because when I did the song "Save Yourself," when I wrote "Save Yourself," back in the day, it was back in two thousand nine. So I'm going to take us back a little bit. This was the first song that I've ever written in my life. I've never written anything before. Well, not song-wise. Script-wise, I have, but I'm not song I'm officially song-wise. jealous.
1: Just FYI. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what was really amazing was, you know, I thought, okay, this is a pretty good song. And um, I got to work with Artie Rodriguez, who, by the way, is an incredible producer. And I was working with him before save yourself. I was doing some acting projects with him. I was booked into his studio to record some other stuff for other people. And that's how him and I met. So it was really great to just get that connection with him happening so quickly. And, you know, the chemistry was there. And it was really great to find somebody that can just pull out the best work out of me. And So when I wrote the song, Save Yourself, he was the first person that I thought of to go back and record it. And, you know, in the beginning, it was just myself on the keyboard. Uh, As a matter of fact, the drum, the drum beat to the song came out of, it's one of the keyboard patches that I had in there It was this like Turkish drum that I threw on there. And I said, I'm, you know, I just kind of threw it together. So when I brought it to him, of course, you know, he fattened it up and did some other stuff to it. And then Brian came along shortly after that. He wasn't even involved in the beginning. I don't think a lot of people realize that. And so, you know, anyway, putting this together, it was it was really cool to be able to get to work with Artie on a different on my own project, which, you know, it was just at that time it was just a song. It wasn't even a full project. But so I released it and I got some really great responses to it and it's it was at that point you know after i was getting some feedback talk about feedback was when i decided you know what maybe i should de- develop the character of the dark angel from this song so i kind of worked backwards when it comes to fall from grace and putting my album together and so you know you talk about hearing save yourself which is amazing to me that that's the song that you latched onto and that's how you and i connected It was the first thing that I ever threw out there, so that's I find that pretty incredible, actually. And look at this. I got a great friendship out of it.
1: And is that not amazing? I mean, we have been friends since, uh, what, probably three or four years now? Maybe maybe a little longer? Um.
0: Well, it's interesting the way we came about because, you know, getting back to your friend. By the way, who's your friend? What's her name so we can... Give her a shout out on air here.
1: Melsina Michaels. No, actually, I'm sorry. I lied. Melsina Petrak. She does. Um, I have some friends that like to use their married names, some friends that don't, some friends that combine them. And you all confuse me. So you all get the first name that pops into my head. Just FYI on that. So Melsina Michaels. um Melsina is actually a fellow entrepreneur. Now we have known each other for 30 something years, 30 ish years, 30 way longer than I'd like to admit years. Uh, (laughs) We've, we were friends. I met Melsina when I was 13 years old. So if you can do exponential math, you can start now, grab a calculator if you need it. Um, And she is actually a fellow entrepreneur. And as with all of my friends, most of my friends listen to the podcast and they give me some feedback from time to time. And Melsina, of course, as a business person was approaching it from a business perspective. And that's where we got the whole, why are you doing this? Actually, I believe her her exact question was, what is the purpose of the podcast? Now, um, just as an aside and as a bit of a plug. Uh, Melsina does do some massage therapy and she's very good. Um, She is actually my personal massage therapist as well. And uh, I mean, if you just as reference, you know, um, I am an uptight, out of control artiste. So there you go. Well, <laughs> if she can, if she can handle me, she can handle you. Uh,
0: she t- well. Shout outs to Mel Cena. Thanks so much for asking that question. Yes. And what I love about this is that you've given us an entire episode. You to talk- have.
1: You have given us an entire episode. Are you, are you proud of yourself? Really? Well, are you proud of yourself?
0: Great question. And the thing is, look, we are. Two women in rock trying to navigate through this new business model, and we're trying to figure it out. And the truth of the matter is, is we we talk so much that I think, you know, it just became the best idea ever to podcast about, you know, all of the talking that we do.
1: And pretty much these are just, you know, when you hear these podcasts, these are... Our conversations. This is the stuff we sit around and talk about, um, you know. And I mean, all of the stuff we sit around and talk about, because everything we do as artists, as musicians, and as you know, I write. Uh, for those of you who don't know yet, I also write prose. I write novels. Um, Liz has written some screenplays, which I actually just found out tonight. Who knew? You know, there's a lot that I
0: there's a lot that you don't know about me yet, and there's a lot that a lot of people don't know about me, and you know, that's a big part of who I am. I mean, as artists, we are very multifaceted. I mean, it's, you know, we're not just one-sided. I mean, well, at least I, speaking for myself, and I'm pretty sure you're the same way. I know you're the same way because you've got projects lined up until 2018 (laughs) or even past that. Uh, I I think
1: I'm into 2112 right now. Exactly. That was a great album too, by the way. Anyway,
0: uh, so little a- <laughs> little Rush reference for the little kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot going on in our worlds. And, you know, I wasn't always in the progressive, uh, gothic symphonic progressive rock genre. As a matter of fact, I didn't even know what the genre was when I started writing. Um, Brian has really brought a lot of this to my attention because he is the guitarist and co-writer with me on the project he's toured through europe with progressive rock bands and he's just done everything and he's really the one that has helped me to define what it is that i'm trying to do because i didn't even know i wasn't sure it's not like i knew you know suzanne would you agree i mean today as far as classifying music it's it could be really tough well
1: i mean first of all i i almost disagree with classifying music um because I certainly not everything I write is metal. Um, as a matter of fact, a lot of my friends prefer the 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 jazz that I write. I used to I used to write a lot of jazz. I used to play a lot of jazz. Um, I used to do a lot of classical. Actually, I'm classically trained, and and uh, I'm I'm actually trying to get back into my classical roots right now, uh, a little bit at a time. Y- you know, I I studied classical, and and I studied classical from the time I was fifteen to about the time I was twenty. I want to say 22 or 23. So I was I was fairly adept. I used to play um, all of my gigs actually were classical gigs doing like wine and cheese parties and things like that. So, you know, I have I have fond memories of very high paying gigs for doing what I like to refer to as paid practice. Um, Yeah, (laughs) because it was all background music. Um, But to try and classify something, I mean, everything that I play wraps up all of those influences. It wraps up all of my classical. It wraps up all of my jazz. It wraps up all of the prog rock that I started listening to when I was in in high school. I started getting into the neo-prog movement, the porcupine trees and the marillions of the world. It wraps in all of those things. And, and I know your music wraps in, you, you listen to a lot of the same stuff I do. So your music wraps in a lot of those different influences. So to try and classify something that has come from so broad a spectrum is almost
0: insane, because you can't really do it. Uh, it is really tough to classify music into one area. But the problem is, you have to say something because otherwise, there's just so much out there, you have to give some kind of direction. So in the beginning, I was saying, well, aren't we just alternative? And I would get, well, no, because alternative, you know, alternative to what? And now everything is just kind of called alternative, but it doesn't really give you a meaning behind it. So we did have to come up with something to at least give the audience a way of figuring out or, you know, learning a a little bit more of who we are. And the best that we've come up with for the music that we're doing is uh, Gothic symphonic progressive rock. I think that's probably the best description to at least give people an idea of who dark beauty is, what dark beauty is about, the kind of music that we're doing. And, you know, it's, uh, it's been a journey just coming up with that.
1: And now for a brief pause, while we hear a word from our sponsors.
0: Hi, I'm Tom Angerson. Does your wife love to
1: click buttons on your computer? And she clicks so many of them that sometimes your work is deleted. Try the click-away finger harness to keep your information safe from fingers that love to click. The click-away finger harness. It's better than murder. And now back to our program as a musician aside from all of these as an artist just not as a musician as a you know you obviously have done screenplays i do books and you know plays as well as artists everything we do everything we touch every person we meet every song we hear every tv show we watch gets into our brains and works its way into our creative psyche So we become, I think the artistic, the creative people of the world, the, 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 I I don't care if you're a logo designer or a, um, a musician or a painter. I think everything you see, experience, hear and feel becomes part of the art. It becomes part of who drives you or part of what drives you as an artist as a musician you can't distance yourself you you can't separate the art from the artist you you can't do it it's like if I'm walking down the street singing do a diddy diddy dum diddy do sorry
0: Uh, (laughs) and of course I had to chime in on that one
1: (laughs) I know right So if you're walking down the street, oh my God, I just said it again. So (laughs) (laughs) we're going to fast forward over that and pretend I didn't say it twice. Um, And you hear somebody say something that, you know, and you're, you're thinking to yourself, Hey, that's a great line for the book that I'm writing or, or, Hey, that's a cool song title or wow. That's, that's got a really nice rhythm to it. I, as an example, we used to. We moved out to the Pittsburgh area here when I was about seven years old, which, uh, you know, if you if you do the math, translates roughly to the Cretaceous period. And <laughs> the
0: Cretaceous <laughs> period. How come I'm always having to do math with you? Stop giving out dates, will you? <laughs> well, you know, the oh, English man. part didn't seem to
1: work too well. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we moved out here. We used to once a month, at least, probably two or three times a month, we used to drive back to Philadelphia. My mom was very adamant that we know our relatives and that we understand where we came from and that we, you know, we knew who we were related to and what who our family was. And now, for those of you not familiar, there are a couple of disclosures that I have to get into right now involving the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Oh The Pennsylvania Turnpike has for a very long time been known as the creamsicle highway. Why is it the creamsicle highway? Because it's always under construction because it's always falling apart. We were, we were actually stuck one time, uh, again way back when when you, before cell phones so we actually had a um a cb in the car for emergencies um oh, and Break nine. this is the flying ace for handle <laughs> exactly <laughs> and um my mom and dad were listening to the cb one time because we were uh we we're stuck in traffic somewhere down south i don't remember where and uh We heard a trucker come over the CB and the trucker goes, I haven't seen traffic like this since the last time I went on the Penzi Pike. (laughs) So the Pennsylvania Turnpike is well known for being a cluster. We would drive. At that point, it was an eight-hour drive from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia, given the the roads, the speed limits, uh, the number of exits on the turnpike. Of course, they've come up with the Northeast extension, and it's become a much, much quicker trip now. So we'd be driving down, and I would listen to the tires on the potholes. And instead of hearing tires on potholes, I used to hear rhythm. I'd be like listening to it going, I, I would be coming up with these rhythms in my head based on the tires hitting potholes. It, does that tell you how many potholes were on the Pensy Pike? Wow. seriously. Um, based on the... T- banging around a lot. <laughs> well, it was either or that other. or something sloshing around in my head. Uh, either way, exactly. I heard a lot of
0: noise. Look, we know what's in that brain of yours, all right? It's, it's, there's a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot it of stuff in that brain.
1: So that became... Yeah, that When you can't do something as simple as drive down the road without connecting to that art, that music, that picture, that painting, that whatever you do, you know, that is what you need to be doing. And that is what we have at this fair, not, not late stage in life, because, you know, we, we do still have a lot of life left in us. Um, unfortunately to most people that haven't listened to us, but um, we do still have a lot of life into it, but it, comparatively speaking, almost everybody that's doing this thing at our age is doing a production end or some kind of, you know, how to uh, lesson videos and this or that or the other thing. Very few people decide at our age, at least I think very few people at our age and even fewer women at our age just decide to get up and go, I'm going to go chase rainbows and unicorns.
0: That's very true. But, you know, I have never stopped. The difference, I think, with I kind of feel you're sort of you're in the same boat as i am i mean the difference for I'm me i'm like, like 400
1: I, miles away hun well you are 400 well you I are mean, yeah but. it's not really the same boat
0: well okay
1: it's it's a little further out but <laughs> it's it's a really big boat it's a really I mean, big boat. you think noah's ark was impressive <laughs> it's got nothing on the suzanne and liz yacht here i'm telling you
0: there's a lot of room for a lot of people to come on board this large boat of ours. So, But what I was going to say is that... All aboard! All aboard. <laughs> oh, man. And it just gets deeper. It just keeps getting deeper. But on that note, what I was trying to say is that I have never stopped being a performer. I've always done something since I was two years old i've been performing doing something so i never really stopped i think what's happened is my direction has changed but
1: and that's and that's very legitimate i mean i know i haven't stopped ever being a guitarist ever i have taken detours
0: exactly
1: i I have taken detours
0: starting you know you're not just starting this this year i mean you've been doing this for a long time i mean i've been performing since i was two years old and you know that's actually probably a whole other episode that we can do and you know to give a little more insight of who we are, but I have an entire acting background behind me and I've been doing, um, I've been acting for years and doing films and a whole bunch of other stuff that, you know, I have in my background. So this is kind of something that was always, I think it was, you know, part of the, a path that I was going to run into at some point. But it's not that I'm just starting this now. <laughs>
1: well, it's not. We're you know? not just starting. You, know, you have always been performing. I have always been writing, recording, um, to varying degrees of success. Most of them not. Uh, but I've always been writing and recording. You've always been performing. I think what happened was we got detoured
0: along the way. Now there's a lot of detours along the way. But there's a, a lot of detours. Over.
1: I mean, our our professional music careers look like the Pennsylvania turnpike.
0: Well, also it goes back to what you were saying that it's part of who you are as an artist and all of, and all of my experiences since I was wee little on stage doing dance, doing gymnastics. I've done it all. I've done everything. Um, got into acting, really, really pursued acting for a long time, went to school for it, went to school professionally for it in New York. Um, really is making me the artist of who I am today in dark beauty and it was you know what you were saying earlier as far as that you don't really disconnect from that I couldn't have said that any better myself because that is so true and that is why this project I think incorporates for me all of those things into one place
1: and that also goes back to why we are doing the podcast because exactly you know, there's th- there's no excuse. In, in my little world of chasing rainbows and unicorns, in Liz's world of uh, you know, also basically chasing rainbows and unicorns, there is not any excuse to ever give up. Yes, you might get sidelined. Yes, we may not have that that big record deal yet. Yes, we may not be on a on a world tour yet.
0: But there's no reason that it can't happen. You know, it's interesting what you said as far as getting sort of sidetracked because I was studying and I was wanting to be in front of the camera, but then I started getting, you know, I, I started dabbling behind the camera and behind the scenes. And then I realized, oh, I'm really good at producing and I like it. So I started working on a lot of productions and I would get called in for a lot of other stuff behind the scenes and then realized, wait a minute, I want to be in, you know in front i want to go back out front again and i want to give myself at least that opportunity to really pursue some of the other st- stuff that i've always wanted to do and somehow i've landed in this space where dark beauty has become the project that i'm trying to put it all together in one basket
1: and i i i don't have a project that puts everything together in one basket i am i am scattered like buckshot <laughs>
0: Well, like, well, I was going to say, but you have you have a love for so many different parts of the industry, the arts. You know, you're not just a guitar player. You're an incredible writer. Why? For those thank of you, you who have not, thank you, very much. you know, yeah, I mean, there's, I'm really looking forward to the opera that you're writing and the music, the album that's going to be coming out. Suzanne has a lot of great stuff coming out, guys. There so is, check out. actually,
1: we have, I have finished... I have finished one song on the album. Um, I'm actually getting that over to Amanda, my my lovely and talented singer, because as I may have mentioned before, Liz sings. I, I yeah, nobody ever wants to hear me sing, but um, I still um, want to hear you sing. Uh, no, no, no. You you so don't. Uh, but Amanda, my my lovely and talented uh, vocal singer for the for the uh, album. I'm actually going to get it over to her. I have a few things to fix up on the melody line because it didn't come out quite the way I wanted. And I have to give her a clean sheet of lyrics because the scribble that I have on my notes is not going to be legible to anyone but me. So, but uh, so there will actually be a song between uh, let's see, this is going to come out probably mid January. This, this lovely show here that you're listening to. So, by February 1st there will be a song actually out from the Suzanne decree side of things we'll actually have a song out wow. and uh, you will be able to hear the first track off of the upcoming album
0: I am so excited I can't wait to hear what the what the new band D Gregorio is putting together it's very exciting
1: it is I, I we probably so should stoked. tell them where to go
0: also <laughs> Don't forget to visit suzannedegree. dot com if you want to check out Suzanne's projects. And I, I say go over there just for the red hair alone.
1: I know the hair is pretty awesome. The hair stays. There, there are people in the family that don't like the hair. They're just gonna have to get over it.
0: The hair stays. I think it looks great on you. It's it definitely fits your image.
1: Well, actually, I've got the hair, and I'm actually wearing a green sweater, and uh, my. A couple of my Christmas presents were uh, imported Irish marble cross and imported Irish marble earrings. So I've got the red hair and I've got a bunch of green on today. So it's like Christmas all over again.
0: Well, I can't wait to
1: see it. I am Christmas colors today. Isn't that not awesome? I think you should post a photo
0: right now.
1: Uh, You know what? Here we go. We'll do a photo of the green and and we'll we'll post it up when we do the chat this Wednesday.
0: So you have so many projects happening and I know you have something coming up soon.
1: I do. Aside from the song which we just heard about, the first song off my album House of Gregory, I am actually going to have my first ever guitar lesson product out wow. there. Wow. I am. It's going it's called the Vibrant Guitar Chord Course. Uh, details will be on the website susandacree.com. But it is going to be cool. It's a very comprehensive course, uh, from never having picked up a guitar before to being able to play. I don't know, roughly three hundred chords all over the neck.
0: That's incredible.
1: It is. You'll be able to
0: play any song you want to play if you if I can you can actually if, pick up the guitar and follow it. It's. Uh, I've actually seen parts of the program. That's right, you have. Yeah. And it's really, guys, it's really cool, especially if you want to learn how to play. This is a really fun and very practical way of learning. It's very visual. And there's a lot of, uh, it's just very easy to follow. I think that's, that's what I liked about it a lot. And I'm not paying her to say that. No, she's not. I'm not. Check it out. You will love it. You will be picking up a guitar and playing in no time. What I would love is for our listeners, the people out there, let us know that you're listening. And we would love it if you guys would post and comment, whether it be on our Facebook group page or one of our websites. You can hear our our podcast from uh, both Suzanne's site and my site, SuzanneDecree.com, DarkBeautyMusic.com. And also you can subscribe on iTunes. And let us know that you're listening because... It is important and we want to make sure that we are grabbing your attention with this fun podcast that we're doing.
1: And also, let us know if you have questions, if you have an idea for a show, if you have some feedback that may turn into yet another really long rambling session that we can wing it because we forgot to prepare. I mean, that, that inspires <laughs> us to do another another episode. We want to hear from you.
0: Yes, we want to hear from you. Please post, comment, and... Tag us so this way we know how to find some of these comments too if you're not posting on our pages but uh subscribe, share, 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 share. Share and share alike and share yeah. some more. Your
1: friends want to listen to chatterbox. Your husbands, wives, significant others, they all want to listen to chatterbox. Your kids. Your kids want to listen to Chatterbox. Your aunts, your uncles, your parents, they all want to listen to Chatterbox. Everybody wants to
0: listen to Chatterbox. Everyone Everyone wants to listen to Chatterbox. So, all right, well, we have to go.
1: We do. We're so sorry. But don't
0: worry, we'll be back again next week. For episode, hmm, we should let you guys decide. Send us your requests for the next episode.
1: Thank you all so much for listening. I'm Suzanne from suzannedecree.com.
0: And I'm Liz Tappia, the dark angel of darkbeautymusic.com. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week.
1: See you next week. Thank you so much, everybody.
0: Chatter, Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Box for Chatterbox.